Hi, this is Steve Pallack. Let's turn over this record and play the B-side. I've got a feeling we've got a hidden gem on our hands. It's Season 5 of the Bait and Switch Podcast. And we're back with the second half of a big podcast that we got going on here. It's our Brewers preseason show that we've got with uh, the professionals here. We've got Jeff Josh Grayson, former uh, sports uh, caster, along with former Brewer Jerry Augustine, and no slight himself, our local pro here, Jim Martin. Jim's hanging with these guys well. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> away, Jim. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim knows his stuff here. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Jim here at some point. You're not gonna hear much of me after after that because these three guys are the pros here. But I want to talk a little bit about rule changes. We're going universal DH, and there's a little wrinkle for that because of that pitcher from pitcher hitter from St. Louis. That guy, uh, I like LA. Yeah, the Angels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Brewers have been in the National League for 25 years. And prior to that, they were in the American League for 28 years. Now, one of the main differences between the league is maybe maybe perhaps, you know, the one that was always mentioned is, you know, the pitchers batted the National League and the American League. They didn't. So now that the Brewers have been in both leagues about the same period of time. Uh, Augie, I want to know which league do you think is the better fit for the Brewers and their fans? I mean, you got the Yankees on one side, you got the Cubs on the other side, you got the White Sox on one side, you got you got the Boston Red Sox on the other side. Was there more excitement back when we we're American League, or is it better we're National League? What do you think, Augie? Well, the division was excellent. I think in the division, when you look at where we were in the American League, when you had the Yankees, Red Sox, Baltimore Orioles were yep. all very good. Crazy. Toronto Blue Jays were a competitive team. Those were great years because the Yankees were a great, a great rivalry. I don't care what anybody says. I remember a four game series, a doubleheader on Saturday, three days in Milwaukee to 162,000 people. <laughs> yeah. It was just nuts. Those were a lot of fun. But I think when you date back Milwaukee baseball and you go back to the days of what Jeff and I have been, t- have talked about many times, the old Braves with Eddie Matthews and Hank Aaron and Johnny Logan, Billy Bruton, Spani and Verdette. You think about those teams. I think Milwaukee is a National League city. And I think them being in the National League is a way to go. I think they're in a great division. I think they're in a division when you look at the Brewers when they first got in division. And I, Jeff is better at historical than I am. They probably have three teams in the playoffs almost every year. I just like the Cubs. I think it's a great rivalry. Cardinals are a great rivalry. Pittsburgh is becoming a, a really good rivalry. Mm-hmm. Now Cincinnati all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. you've got some really great rivalries where everybody wants to beat everybody and some great ballparks to play in. So I would think the National League would probably be, I like the way it, the format is in the National League. And, and I just think from dating back to the, the old days, I think it goes that way. I'll let Jeff take a little bit, take that a little bit further because historically he's really good at all that stuff. I, I like it. I have to be honest. When I first started doing the Brewers, it was an adjustment for me because I grew up with the DH, Augie, with mm-hmm. your guys. You know, I, That's grew right. with, well, I grew up with the DH. I mean, you know, and sometimes later in his career, it was Paul Molitor, who I always thought was a, you know, a wonderful infielder, an underrated infielder, but he was a DH. Or sometimes they give Cecil Cooper, you know, time. And I thought that when we had Prince, I thought, here's a guy who's tailor-made 
for the DH, even though he was a fantastic and durable first baseman. When I first started doing this with Augie, uh, when we were called Fox Sports Wisconsin, I sometimes just had that in my head that we were an American League team because Mm -hmm. it was in my blood from when I was younger. But I do like them in the National League. I like them uh, because of the Cubs rivalry. And I, I do like that. And it, we we had it with the White Sox when we were growing up, but it wasn't quite the same because they were in the American League West. I mm-hmm. remember cushion night would always be against That's the right. White Sox on a Friday <laughs> in July, and there were, there would be a hundred people hauled out of there. And I remember we, we would get those cushions and bang them together, <laughs> and it would get so loud. And those fans would come up from Chicago, and it got pretty crazy in there, crazier than Brewers Cubs, which can get you know, but not not quite the same. But I like the division they're in, and I think now we sort of get the best of both worlds because we are going to have the DH. But just one thing for, for people who are listening to this, I think we sometimes take for granted. And I, I remember writing about this in a book about County Stadium that a Milwaukee author wrote. We are, when I say we, I mean Milwaukee, a great baseball town. This is going back all the way to the original Milwaukee Brewers, but Borchard Field, you know, the original Milwaukee Brewers, who eventually became the Baltimore Orioles, but I won't go down that path of history, but it's a great baseball city. And that's why we got, you know, Bud Selig was dogging his approach to get a team back, and he got the Seattle Pilots to come back five years after the Braves left. It really is a great tradition, whether it's softball, whether it's, you know, it's I'm talking baseball mostly, but I really think – we have that heritage. I know that we're crazy about the Packers in our state. Absolutely. But I think we're a great baseball city. And I think because of that, I think there's a fondness for the national league going all the way back to what Augie was talking about. I mean, I, I still think, I still think Hank Aaron's the patron saint of Milwaukee baseball. And a sidebar to that back in the years when, when I played with the Brewers were in the American league and they had the chance we there some talk about them going to the National League. While a young left-hander was drafted in 1974, 14th round, and uh, came up through the system. And I think what caused a lot of problems for him, they checked out his batting average in the minors. <laughs> he hit 056. And uh, I think that, that was tough on the Brewers, whether to stay with the DH, which they, after seeing that, or going to the going to the National League was a tough decision. So, uh, I didn't do well in the minors hitting, although I, I always thought I could hit a home run someday, but I, I hit 056 in the minors and that, that what that two or three hits I got were actually a couple of doubles. I had some RBIs, but uh, it would have been fun to play. I did get to hit the spring in spring training. Anytime we went to the national league team, I always got to come and hit and I always got to hit like Lee Smith throwing a hundred miles an hour, that <laughs> ball that I couldn't see. And I just, a guy umpire would call a strike and I turn around and say, where did that come from? So, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it was uh, an experience, but uh, I think the DH is great. And it's great, as Jeff had said, for, for Brewers and National League. Let's talk about a rule, a rule change that didn't happen. At least this is me and Jim talked off air just before we started. The the overtime or the, Wait, hold, uh, the extra inning. Hey, hey, Chris, are, are we done with the DH? Because I got a lot to say about this DH oh. thing. All right, All right here we go. Up. Jim oh, Harris, boy, here we go. Prepare to be martinized. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's hear Jim's take on the DH. I, 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 I love the DH. And I've been actually sort of, I mean, not begging anyone, but like in my own head, like begging, please put the DH in. Because in this time, the pitching 
is so much more critical than it. I mean, it was always been critical, but it's so much more focused on you pay these guys hundreds of millions of dollars to pitch. And then you got a guy, a poor guy like Jimmy Nelson, who's on the base pass, dives back to first base, tears up his shoulder, not career ending, but just about. I mean, he's certainly not the same pitcher that he was before he went out. And it's ridiculous. Or you got these guys, they swing and they're not used to swinging. They pull an oblique muscle. They're out for six weeks. Like, this is idiotic. We're paying these guys so much money. Let them do their thing. So that's that's where I'm going with that. And, and of course, um, it also gives guys like Molitor, like you said, towards the end of their career, a chance to stay on the team, popular players that can still they can still swing the bat right or a guy like we talked about earlier Hira, who might not even have a yeah. we got so many infielders you know we got urias and we got peterson and we got you know uh colton, colton wong i mean there's that's that's full it's full pretty mm-hmm. full up and uh um you know so you get you get guys in there or you can just rotate guys out so they get a little bit of rest you know maybe like mm-hmm. you said kane's getting a little older maybe you pull him out put him into the dh still a good hitter you know whatever but i think it's great i think it's um but the question um that came in from the from the question box is um <laughs> how will this affect uh how council constructs his bench unit like what do you got how do you guys think he's going to use that Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I do, I do like the DH coming back, uh, not coming back, but being part of the National League. I think it was under underappreciated as a change because for decades we've talked about that. Um, I, to me, when you asked that question, I automatically thought of here um, mm-hmm. because I feel like, like Augie was saying, and we were talking about him in our in our uh, first segment with you guys, is all of a sudden Council's versatility with a guy like that. He could DH. Then maybe McCutcheon gets a rest, or maybe Hira can play the outfield, and someone, and maybe Kane gets a day where he's not in the outfield or something like that. My first thought is is Hira and Taylor. Maybe Taylor. Maybe he's not necessarily DH, but maybe by having him as one of your bench outfielders, you put him in, and someone else can be a DH. I think. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think it can make them all fresher. I think. Uh, I think it opens a whole new world for some of these guys. Not that it's, oh, I've got the day off on the DH. You're still going up against major league pitchers and guys who could throw, you know, 95 to hundred miles an hour. So I don't mean to imply that all oh, just because they're not on defense, but I guess the first two guys that come to mind for me, Augie are Hira and Taylor. And, and maybe you're thinking of some other guys, but that's who I see as really being a key to this, but also, I think we, maybe we're going to talk about McCut, Andrew McCutcheon. To me, he's 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 Exhibit A for being the DH. I see him as the DH, and then maybe he, you know, maybe he gets a day off, or they have him play outfield for a game, and they they rotate it around. But that's how I see it: as guys who might benefit from it, who aren't in the projected starting lineup, are Taylor and Hira. But I see McCutcheon as the DH on opening day. I I agree with you, Jeff. I think it opens the door for Craig Council to be creative like he is. And I think that's one thing you, if you, if we say anything and we both agree to this, one thing about Craig Council, he gets not, it's just not the eight or nine guys who are on the field that night. It's a squad of 26 guys, 28 guys to start the season are important. And for Hira, I think the DH is really important. He can get to his at bats that he needs. I think Tywin Taylor is a perfect example, Jeff, of what you said there. It's going to benefit him because what is it called? DH is called rest your legs. You got these veteran players like Lorenzo Kane and like these Renfro, where you want to play a little bit different defensively. You want to Christian a day off against a tough lefty. 
Tyrone Taylor is going to get a lot more game, a lot more at-bats, be utilized. I think he's going to have a great year. He's one of my favorite players on the Brews right now. And I think when you look at that and you add a guy like Andrew McCutcheon into the deal, who you now can bring in a veteran player, why do play people, fans come to the stadium? They don't want to see these old veteran guys that really produce. And who, who didn't produce any better than Andrew McCutcheon when the Pirates against the Brewers? And I think that really pays off. I agree exactly what you say. Andrew McCutcheon, number one. But I'll tell you, Tyrone Taylor, you got Keston Hira. He allows them to expand and get guys rest. And, uh, and I think that is so important. Okay, Chris, I think I'm off my DH soapbox. All right. (laughs) I want to get to the rule change that didn't happen. At least I think so. Me and Jim talked about this before we went on the air. There was that idea for extra innings to have the runner start on second base. That did not happen. Is that correct? Yeah. It's not going forward. And I think we talked about this, Jeff, in your podcast that we did with you alone a couple of seasons ago, that that's something you think is a good idea. Did you not say that? Uh, I don't know if I did. I, 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 maybe the, your, the tape or the, the file will come back to defy me. I get, I get, I like, I love the DH being universal. I think it should be when we used to talk about this as kids and all the way up to now, it was like you were trying to tear up how our country is run. If you considered that. (laughs) And now it's like, yeah, DH, no problem. I, I'm going to feel, I hope I'm not being a hypocrite here, but I still think you got to get on base. I feel like it's gimmicky to me to have them at second. I get it. You don't want to have people there for, for 40 innings, but I, I, I understand the excitement of it. I, I, I guess I'm hedging a little bit, but you got to, you got to put, put me down for an answer. I, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't really like that. I feel like you got to earn your, earn your base, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I, that's just me. I feel like it's, that's tweaking it too much, but you know, I'm, yeah. I'm certainly happy to, you know, bow out if I'm wrong on this, but that's, that's my take on it. Yeah. Personally. I might be confusing you with somebody else. I'd forget if we, maybe we would talk with Pete about this. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was we, someone who knew what yeah. they were talking about. Yeah. You know, me. I think it was another guest of ours, <laughs> but um, again, you know, do people really want 15 inning games? I don't know. I think they got to do something. Did you guys get paid yeah. extra if there was extra innings on Fox? Yeah, Sports? right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we, I'll tell you, I wish... we run a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times we're done at two 30 in the morning and, and you you get home, you go like, we have a call in at 10. Wow. Yeah, right. You know, or nine. And it was, is different. It's different. I, you know, I, I'm kind of old school. I like the game to be played the way it's supposed to be played. I have a little bit of, I, I get a little bit taken back when I see that the Milwaukee Brewers, as well as the rest of baseball have a shortened spring training. I really am aware of injuries and I want to stay away from those. And uh, just the way the game is going to be played with the rules, some of the rule changes they have as far as, Having players go up and down, you can't do it like you did in the past. That causes a little bit of problem. So I'm, I'm kind of torn in between with that. And just going back to DH, I want to make one statement, and this is a statement that is really defines Jerry Ogson having the opportunity to play Major League Baseball. Because of the DH, I got to be a teammate of Hank Aaron. Jeff brought it up. One of the, he's still, when it comes down, the best that ever played. And I got to be – I walked in the clubhouse – at 21 years old, I saw Hank Aaron's locker there. I stood there for about 20 minutes, and then the clubhouse guy, Bob Sullivan, came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, kiddo, you can go to your locker now. And <laughs> it's it's that – the DH has done that. I love the DH. But as far as the rule changes with this uh, second big, putting a runner on second base, I'm torn with that. It, I think I, early in the season, with now with the short spring trainings, 
kind of skeptical about it, but I really like the old fashioned baseball. My yeah. thing is you want to, you want to, you want to speed up the game a little bit. First of all, I know they're on a quest to, to try to compete with kids playing Fortnite and you know, the NBA and everything like that. I don't think there's anything wrong once in a while with saying it's baseball. I don't need, I don't want a three and a half hour game either, but unless it's, you know, the postseason and maybe it's a day game and it's full of suspense or something like that. But I, I feel like you gotta, you gotta earn your base and there's all sorts of ways you want to tighten it up. You watch a game from Augie's era. Here's the pitch, whether it's, a, whether it's a take or swing and a miss, foul ball, whatever. They might take the hitters of Augie's era might take a half step out of the box. They're back in. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's none. Step out of the box. Look at the signs. Look at the dugout. Adjust your gloves. Do yeah. the batting gloves. Do all mm-hmm. that. Cumulatively, I would love to know how much time goes by. I did, I did features on the 82 Brewers, the 87 Brewers, and Molitor's hitting streak. And I had the pleasure of going through hours and hours of tape. And guys, you know, one thing that stood out to me as much as anything was pitcher gets the sign, like Augie gets the sign from Simba. Bam, pitch, here it comes. It's back to it's back to Augie. Hitter maybe steps out, may, it, maybe, and it's right back. Let's go. And it didn't feel rushed. It just felt it had a nice rhythm to it. And I get it's part, part of its gamesmanship, part of its stalling, but I think that's just one way. I don't want to go off the on a tangent, but I guess I'm I'm against putting him on second because it, to me, it's a little bit like the, the penalty shot in hockey or the, the shootout, things like that a little bit. And I know there's some good things about that, but um, that's just where, where I stand. What about this? Yeah, yeah, we, I, I, go ahead. Oh, I can go oh, back sorry. as far as speed of the game. I pitched the game against the Chicago White Sox in 78 or 77. I don't remember the year. Remember the year at, at good old County Stadium. Pitched it. Um, the game went an hour and 37 minutes. The Brewers won. Three to nothing. I had gave up three hits. I threw 88 pitches and we were down. Like I said, we we're down an hour and 37 minutes. Who did I get mad? The beer vendors. They were so upset. Oh, yeah. They couldn't yeah. Smell, yeah. sell any beer. Right. So, but when I look back at my career, that might have been one of the most, I have a lot, a lot of fond memories. Uh, but now that you brought it up about timing of the game and getting the ball, like Jeff said, and go and get him. That game was an hour and 37 minutes. I threw 88 pitches and we we're wow. done. And they had two hits and two of those hits were by a former Cub, Don Kessinger. Don Kessinger, shortstop, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, what about uh, what about put the guy on second with one out? Like you get one out, then you put him on second because then you know I, you put him on second. They're in scoring position, right? You get one single hit that whole inning, you, you scored a run, and mm-hmm. and and you know. So I, I'm just throwing this out. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're not going to make any rule changes tonight. I don't think. I mean, we we have to be here a while. We have to vote and everything yeah. on it, but uh, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we got to we got to have a, a, a three fourths majority or something like that. Right, there's got to be. Right, yeah, right. We, we have a quorum, right. but uh, you know, I still don't want to get into it tonight. Yeah. Quorum, <laughs> one of my favorite words ever. Quorum. All right, how about this, guys? Uh, they keep expanding the playoffs. Twelve team playoff right now, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Have they gone? Have they gone too far? I I understand. They're always on the search for revenue. It's the quest for revenue. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go back to to Augie's. I don't want to say Augie's era because Augie, you know, it wasn't that long ago, but they started divisional play in uh, 1969 until 1969. It was basically a dozen teams in each league. The winner of the league, they played each other in the world series. Two teams made it. Then we go 1969, two teams from each league. They play a series. 
like when the Brewers beat the Angels to go to the World Series. Then they got in the in the and it stayed that way for about 25 years. Then you get the wild cards. Like, okay, now you got four teams. That's all right. You, because they shifted to three divisions kind of around the time of uh the, the mid-90s. We had the strike in 94. So now you've got four teams. I'm I'm good with that. I realized that I'm gonna sound like I'm about a hundred because I get pretty crotchety on this, but I feel like you've got division champions, one wild card. I'm good with that because what's going to happen is they're going to keep stretching this thing out. And pretty soon it's, it's not, it's Mr. October was what Reggie Jackson was. Well, now you got Mr. November because they're playing into November and pretty soon they're going to get into mid November. And then all of a sudden it's time for pitchers and catchers to report in February. That's only, that's only a few months later. I think it gets stretched out too long. I really do. And I think sometimes it's so long. It's just my take. I think we the, the the first couple rounds of the playoffs to me are so good. I sometimes think the World Series sometimes is I don't want to say an afterthought because that's sacrilege, but sometimes I think the postseason for baseball is so long that sometimes those earlier rounds almost overshadow it because this isn't like March Madness where it's one game and you're done. These are series and they get stretched out. And I I again I'm probably getting in trouble with your your listeners on this one. But I like fewer teams making it. I do. I like fewer teams making it. I like three division champs and one wild card, but that's just me. I'm a little bit opposite. I like. I think what we need to do in a game of baseball is create, because you're seeing a lot of teams get to where they say they're just trading all their good players and, and they, because they don't have a chance. I think you give everybody a chance. Yep. And I, I, I don't like, like Jeff said, I agree with them that it lasts too long. They have to be creative in what they do. But I think when you get the opportunity for a team that hasn't been to the playoffs can be, still be in the playoffs in September, September baseball, and, and you all agree with me, is the best time of the year. It's, yeah. not, it's not spring training. It's not the first month of the season. It's not the all-star game. It's September. September, a meaningful September for more teams make it an opportunity to really excite the fans and bring them out and cheer and make whatever it is. If they have to go to 12 teams to make that happen, I'm all for it. And that's the only reason, because I want a fun September. I want everybody playing hard. It's just a rivalry with each and every play. And then when they get to those playoffs, if they make it a one-game series or two-game series or three-game, one or three-game series, I should say, to start. That's the way it is. It's going to be interesting to watch this year and see what they do. I think there's going to be some changes, but I think I like the format at least this year. Let's try it and see what happens, and let's keep more teams in the opportunity in September. I I can't argue with that. Here's what I would say. If you go that route, and I I understand it because some of the Brewer teams we covered were in that situation trying to get it as one of the other wild cards. I, I totally respect what Augie's saying. If you do that, then this would be something that would never probably happen. Then I'd shorten the regular season to 150 because right. then you're, you're then you're starting a little earlier. Because I know baseball players are tough, but I don't want to see snow in baseball. Most you know, out, fall little brisk, okay. But I say if you if you go that route, which I'm not opposed to because of the excitement and getting some of the other markets uh, excited. I totally understand your argument there, pal. But then I would shorten the season by about a dozen games and get it started just a little bit earlier. Yeah, and I think that's why everybody gets paid that salary in the 162. And I think yeah, that has to happen. That, the dollar yeah. speaks there. 
Yep. So I, I don't know, think that would ever happen. But oh. it's interesting, Jeff. And I think we're both, it'll be fun for us to talk eight months from now to see yeah. where we are on this stuff. But yeah. I, it's interesting both ways. I agree with you. I like the old, the regular way of doing things. But at the same time, I want to see more teams. I want to go, I want to watch baseball in September that when you yeah. go into Pittsburgh, don't make any difference. They have an opportunity, just a, maybe a slight one, but they still have that opportunity. All of a sudden the fans are there. It's baseball and everybody's all going to trying to achieve that, that golden thing. And that's, let's go to the playoffs. What about, I don't, I don't, it's your show. So I don't want to go off and take this thing over, but what about that playing game? I have mixed emotions about that because you get a team that won a hundred games and then all of a sudden it is March madness in, in late October, bam, Augie, they're gone because it all of a sudden becomes a one game thing. Like, you know, like it's Appalachian state and Furman in the field of 68 in March, you know, team wins a hundred, 103 games, one game. Aloha. I think that's crazy. Yeah. You better uh, have some to, pretty good pitching. That's all I'm better. Yeah, have, yeah. Better have the Grom and Scherzer pitching those games, that game because you need yeah. it. But uh, I, it's going to be interesting. I think let baseball do it. They, they, it's a, I like that they're at least trying it. Let's see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go trying. to Jim. I, I want to go to yeah. Jim here. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start here. We got to move on, Jim. No, we're not moving on. I got things to say. <laughs> tell me the division, Jim. <laughs> Your show. Jim, what's going to happen with the division? Our division. Who's, uh, our, our, give me an order. Our division, I think it's going to be, um, uh, it's going to be the Brewers and the Cardinals fighting for number one. It's going to be Cincinnati fighting for number two uh, or three, or however you want to look at that. Um, I think uh, the, I think that it's going to be the the Pirates and the Cubs are rebuilding. That Rizzo's gone, Bryant's gone, Baez is gone. All those guys are gone. Um, I think they're they're in a rebuilding phase, and uh, and I think they're going to bring up the rear. But um, who did you say uh, fighting with the Brewers? Uh, the, the Cardinals. Spot? Cardinals, yeah. Pujols, Pujols is back. Yeah. What about uh, what about that, Augie? What do you think about uh, the Brewers' number one rival in their division? I think the Brewers are going to win their division. I think they have the best pitching uh, in baseball. I think pitching takes you where you need to go. I think Craig Council. I, I really appreciate what he does. Uh, I've known Craig since he's been eight years old, but he does everything systematically. And what does he do? What does he do? And I guarantee you, Jeff will agree with me on this. He had to get better on the defensive side of the baseball. When they got Adamas last year with Wong at second, they got much, much better. And I think that this team is defensively a better team. I think offensively is the biggest question. Christian Yelich is a big part of that. Renfro's coming in has got to do a job. But I think they're going to win the division. I think it's going to be a battle. And the reason I think they're going to win the division is the Cardinals really haven't gone out and really solidified that bullpen they got. They were good last year. They had some great with Hicks and these guys. They don't have those guys right now. They're either gone or Reyes or the Garner on the DL. They got to solidify that bullpen. And really their starting staff is, is, is okay. They have good pitching in the starting staff, but I, they haven't made those big moves. We heard them possibly going out to uh, Oakland and getting a pitcher or two. I think pitching wise, the Brewers are much better. They win the division. I think the Cubs come in third. I think the Cubs are going to be a, a decent ball club. Uh, they've done some nice things in the way they're going about it. And I actually believe it. You're going to, you're going to look at me and say, are you nuts? I think the Pirates are going to be better than Cincinnati. I think the Pirates have a really great young team. And if this team matures through the season and they get some little bit of pitching, I think they, Cincinnati, could, they could even do a little bit better than Cincinnati. Although Cincinnati's got that hitting ball club in Cincinnati's ballpark, great American ballpark. The ball flies out of there. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Josh, Josh, what's your order? I, I am with Jim all the way down one through five. And here's, here's one reason why, uh, the, the Reds 
I'm always a little skeptical of them being able to put uh, multiple years together successfully. Mm-hmm. If they do it again, then I will gladly tip my hat to them. Um, to me, the Cubs are rebuilding, and I I do see the Pirates not – no pun intended on what we just uh, had a good discussion about. I think the Pirates could be the wild card, but I see the Brewers number one because of their pitching. I know that we lost Garcia, who hit 29 home runs, but I think a guy like I think Renfro can be a really good pickup because he's good on defense, had 31 home runs last year, kind of a quiet pickup, even though the, the, there mm-hmm. were a lot of players in that deal. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a seamless transition because they're kind of different players talking about Garcia and Renfro, but I like that switch, but the pitching makes me think Brewers number one. And a lot of times I'm like, well, I don't know. I think the Brewers are going to win the division. Um, I like the Cardinals second because kind of the flip side of what I said about the Reds, whereas I'm, I'm kind of always worried about the Cardinals. Cardinals are always there. They're just yeah. they're always there. Now they switched managers, which shocked us all. Yeah, they got rid yeah. of their manager, who yeah. Schilt, who's who's a really good manager. The, the Padres scooped him up to be the the bench coach for uh, uh, Bob Melvin in San Diego. He got scooped up right away. I couldn't believe they switched managers, but they yeah. did. But I always worry about the Cardinals a little yep. bit because they're feisty and they're. I'm not sure how it's, how they're going to be this year because, like Augie said, pitching, especially in the pen, might be a little bit thin. I guess maybe I'm putting them second because of reputation, and then um, and then after that, the, the Reds because kind of the I could see those two flipping, and then I've got Pittsburgh fourth, and I got the Cubs fifth. But it, it'll be interesting, Augie, to see those younger teams, the Cubs and the Pirates, to see how they respond as far yeah. as what you were talking about. Because sometimes with a young team, it, they don't know what they don't know, and they might find mm-hmm. themselves in the middle of it. And then if they do, then you can make a move in the summer, and maybe those teams do it, and the Cubs have the revenue to do it. The Pirates, you know, sometimes, you know, obviously it's a little different situation. But that's my one through five. It's actually the same as Jim's. Uh, Jim, yep. give me two National League teams to watch out for, other than the ones we already talked about. Well, the Dodgers are always right there. Um, I'd say the Dodgers and probably the – I'm going to go with um, – man. Uh, World Series champs? No, no, I don't think so. They lost Freeman. They're losing – you know, it's kind of – it seems like you know, some of those guys just kind of ran away for the money. Um, I could be wrong about that, but, uh, but that's what it kind of seemed like. Um, I'm going to go with uh, maybe – are we talking about Miami? Miami's got a pretty. Is that who we were talking about? Has a pretty good, pretty good pitching staff down there. That's right. Yeah, and, very, and they got uh, they always got good hitters down there. I'll go with either Miami or maybe the Mets. Augie, Augie, who do you think of the Nationals are going to? Well, you got you got to talk Dodgers. They got they pick yeah. up Freeman. Freeman solidifies that offense as much again. Their pitching staff. If there's anything that I think about the Dodgers, I'm kind of a I'm kind of not all in on their bullpen. I like their starting staff. I think it's really good. I think they're always going to be competitive. Offensively, they're going to be very good. Defensively, going to be very good. Uh, I quite look question their 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 bullpen a little bit at times. The other, there's two teams actually. I put you know one A or two A and two B or whatever you want to call it. Um, I really like San Diego. I think if San Diego ever with Bob Melvin, you've got to understand this guy is a excellent manager. And he knows how to utilize his players and get the best out of his players. Yeah, Tatis is not there, but they, they have some really good players. But another guy, another team that I, I really, really like is when Buck Showalter came back, now the manager of the Mets. I'm going to tell you what, that man knows how to get a lot out of his players. And I'm going to tell you what, he knows how to push the right buttons and he knows how to say the right things. And I would not put anything against uh, Buck Showalter and the Mets to be right there. Yeah. I, 
I think one thing about the Dodgers, yes, they spend obscene amounts of money like like the New York teams, but you know, LA is the second biggest market in the United States. We shouldn't be surprised by that. But um one thing that's kind of interesting with them is they do have their share of homegrown players mixed in with the ridiculously high pay, you know, the the free agent spending that they're able to do compared to other markets. So you've got to be aware of the Dodgers. I think when you talk about Buck Show Walter, to me, he reminds me of some coaches from other sports who um, come in like gangbusters. And maybe after about four or five years, that fiery approach, maybe it wears off a little bit with guys like that. But at the beginning of their tenure, I mean, Buck's managed a lot of teams and he's been good wherever he's gone. And I think the Mets, because he's he's chomping at the bit to to be at the back and he's not just with any team he's with a team that spends a lot of money and he's got Scherzer he can give the ball to so the 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 two big markets there I would love actually I don't have a horse in the race I'd love to see the Braves stay up there because of the way things went with Freeman because they did acquire that first baseman from the A's um Davis I believe um do I have his uh, I'm having a brain freeze here, but they did acquire to, to anticipate Freeman leaving. And I, I trust that organization. I know they lost some guys, but um, I sort of like how we talked about the Cardinals being a little leery of them. I, I wonder if the Braves might surprise us a little bit, but I, I might be way off the mark here because of that. some of the because of some of their losses, but they're pretty good over the years, whether it was sure holes or now the guys they have now, of making some moves, they anticipated, they realized that Freeman, who they thought was going to stay, when he left, they had a guy, they had him ready to go, that trade with Oakland. So so I've kind of got the three different parts of the country, L.A., New York, and Atlanta. And then lastly, sorry, it's a long answer, San Diego, I think because of Bob Melvin, Mm -hmm. and because that's a team, I think, ready to get over the hump. And I think San Diego is ready to, uh, that city's behind him. I think they're, if they can get Tatis back, When's he due back? I can't remember. He's out. Say June, end of June, I think. A few months, Mm -hmm. yeah. They can get him back and he can, you know, give him that spark. That that would be my, that's the team that I think could topple the Dodgers. All right. And now the big question. Assuming the Brewers make it to the World Series on the National League side, Jim, who are they going to face? American League. Um, Man. I don't, you know, honestly, it's funny. I don't know a whole lot about the American League. I'm going to go with, um, you know, I know the, the Red Sox, Yankees, Rays are always beating each other up there. Um, that's, that's a really good division. Uh, yeah, it's probably sounds kind of, uh, I don't know what, like a, like a cop out or something, but I'll, I'll take the Red Sox. I'll probably go with the Red Sox. They seem to be up and coming last year. I don't think people expect them to do a whole lot last year and they were, they were, uh, they were a force, but, um, so I'll take them. What about you, Augie? Who do you think on the other side of the uh, equation is the Brewers are going to face? I really hate to go against Dusty Baker. He's the ultimate yeah. manager of all ultimate managers. He knows how to get the most out of them. When you look at what they did to get to the World Series last year, they had some of their best pitchers out, and they still got there. He's one of those guys that, you know what, when you come to the ballpark and you walk and you see Dusty there, you just want to play for him. I would never count out the Houston Astros. I really think the Toronto Blue Jays are going to be very, very good. And I think the Chicago White Sox are under La Russa are destined to get there. Now I'm going back to some older manager with La Russa and, and Dusty. And then you look up in, up in, in Toronto, but those are the three teams I think are your best three teams 
that I would think that have the opportunity to advance to possibly play the Brewers in the World Series this year. Yeah, I understand that the Astros are going to pull everything out of the garbage can to win. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, but because I gave you four teams in the National League, I'm going to only give you one in the American League. I'm going with the I-94 series. Get out your toll money from the south right. side of Chicago. I'm taking a flyer on a team. I'm taking a flyer on a team that I have no aff- affection for at all. Going back to cushion nights, I'm I'm thinking that if the White Sox can keep it together and Larusa still has the ear of those players, I I don't know. I just have this weird feeling about the White Sox. And again, of all the sports, it's the hardest one to pick because it's such a long season. There's so many variables. But I'm I'm going. How about how about that? How about Brewers White Sox yeah. cushion night in early November? What do you think, Augie? Yeah, there you go. Bring Larusa back to Milwaukee. That would be something. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That would always be fun. Yeah. Getting back to one of the themes we talked about involving the 49ers and and the the Braves. Once you get in the dance, once you get in the playoffs, this whole idea that you know they built the team for the playoffs or you know that all goes out the window. Somebody gets hot. You don't have to be the best team. You can win. Absolutely. I think, I think it's, you know, you, yeah, uh, I do. Go ahead, Jim. Sorry. I, I, no, sorry. I, I was just going to say, I think it's, I think it's more that way in football than it is in baseball. I think because the, because just simply because of the series, you know, you got a seven game series. It's not, you know, you have one or two crap games. That's okay. You, you're not out of it. Football, like you have a bad day and, and that's it. But, um, but uh, but certainly in the in the three game series for sure. I mean that's that's you know you could say there are even even the five. But the, do they, are they do they have five game series anymore? I don't know. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, I think the seven game series. I think it's it's more. Uh, you're going to find that the stronger teams, the deeper teams, especially pitching, are just going to be more dominant. Augie, do you think that? Do you think the better team generally wins the World Series or the hotter team? Well, I think it's a combination of who's playing really well at that time. There's no question when you're a hotter team, that means you're doing all the little things that you have to do to win the game of baseball. I just think pitching is so important, and I like what the Brewers have and anything going on. I'm going to get back to last year when the Braves and the, the Braves and the Brewers played. I'm a I'm really old school. I don't believe that when you do things throughout the year, you ever change them. And it's not a criticism in any way, shape, way, or form. I really like Woodruff pitching the first game in Atlanta. I don't know why. I just think it's a mentality thing. He's a workhorse. I call him a warrior. And he just seems like he goes out there. He reaches back and gets things. And then having a guy like Corbin Burns with all the great stuff he has is a different dynamic. I'm That's taking back to last year. This is my personal thought. It's not a criticism what the Brewers did because I don't care who you pitch, Corbin Burns or, or, or Woodruff or even Freddie Peralta, you're not a, that's not a wrong decision. I just felt that you stay consistent. But I think when you look at it, it's all about pitching. And I think the one thing that these Brewer guys have learned last year, the mentality of being able to perform and do all the little things late in the year are going to come to fruition and they're going to need it. You're going to see that their bullpen being strong. They're going to be well-focused on what they have to do. And I think this offense throughout the year is going to find some consistency. And you're going to see guys like Tyrone Taylor step up and do things, Keston Hira, Come in and do little things. I think, I think when you talk about Andrew McCutcheon in that, in that clubhouse is ultra important because he blends in. He gives you that, that, that veteran leadership quality that you need. And I think you really, the Brewers really desperately need that. 
And I think it's going to really help the Brewers when they come in the, in the playoffs. And sometimes it's not always the hottest team, but I think you got to still be doing everything that's right. Yeah. I think we're seeing, we're seeing the passion here from Augie and from Josh that made for a really good show back when you guys were on the air here. Yeah, you guys definitely. are really into the game. Well, uh, thank you. I, it was honestly, it was a privilege to do the shows with Augie for a decade. And it's fun to talk baseball with you guys too. I mean, you think about it. We, we talked about this one time when you, you had me on when um, the first 25 people you asked couldn't do the show and you asked me to do it. And um, the, you, <laughs> but we were, we were talking about it and you, you know, to to get to talk about sports for a living and then to add the fact that, we, you know, whether it was Bucks or in this case, you know, the four of us are talking Brewers, you get to talk baseball for a living with Jerry Augustine while watching the games and being, right. you know, we were at the ballpark together a number of times too. We weren't just in the studio. I mean, that's a, that's, that's pretty cool. And so it, it's, it's sort of like that old Roy Campanella phrase, which was, I think you, you, you play it like a man, but you enjoy it like a boy. I think it, it's, it's, he used to say, you got to have a little boy in you to enjoy this game. And I think we're all, it all kind of keeps us young. And, uh, but to be able to, to talk about baseball and we all have our thoughts on it and i mean you can't beat this this is why i loved working with Augie. yeah you know when you talk to i i think when i put it i always when i talk about jeff and i i kind of have like expanded and had craig craig Kishan in there also because he is our other partner and i'll tell you what you add davy nelson in there i'll tell you we probably if they ever televised our our chats that we had outside the game, outside pregame and postgame, you could put on some baseball shows that are absolutely phenomenal because we really got into it and it was fun. And I think working with Jeff over the years and being able to come up to Minneapolis and do the games against the Twins in Minnesota was a treat for me because you know Jeff from Wauwatosa, the Red Raiders from Wauwatosa. You know Jeff there. But I'm going to tell you what, when I went to Minnesota and we went to, we went to the ballpark, each and every day we went to the ballpark, whether we were on the first base side, sitting up on a little platform or sitting out in left field where the train comes in, the people that came up to Jeff, that knew Jeff and really respected him for what he does, even though he was doing Brewer stuff, it was just so much fun. He had people, he's waving. He had a hard time. There's people waving. Hey, Jeff. Hey. He, there are so many people there. But I tell you, when you talk about Jeff and the way we – we did it because we had a passion for it. We did it because we loved the game. We loved the Brewers. And I'm going to tell you what, not only that, we wanted to teach people who were watching us each and every night something new or something about the game. And I think working with Jeff, the way we went about it, we did just that. Can I do three points fast? I'm going to do All three right. points fast, real because, fast. Because he put a good, he could have put a good period on that. You got to, you got to outdo him. He, he did. Well, yeah, no, exactly. First of all, I don't know. If, I don't know if they were saying that about me. I think they were saying, Augie, Augie. But, but I was getting a couple of, when Augie would talk about the the players he faced, the pitchers uh, he knew and the, the, the hitters who he faced from other areas. When we talk about those guys, we th- those were so much fun. Our friend, the late Davy Nelson, who we called the mayor of Miller Park. I know the name has changed, but Davy Nelson told stories too, just like Augie does. He he told one about like this is a serious one. I'm not gonna go too far into it. All the racial stuff he went through Ooh, playing yeah. in the minors in the deep south. Davy grew up in Los Angeles. 
he played in the deep south before as he came up and he would talk about that how that was he was going to go home he had it was terribly painful and his mom said think of jackie robinson think of hank aaron wow and yeah. that that got him to to keep trying and then the other thing he talked about was at spring training he was friends with bob gibson one of the to me if you had to have a rotation we used to talk about this who's your starting rotation for all time i got right. bob gibson as one of the five but he's friends with Bob Gibson. He's playing in the minors in Florida. He's facing Bob Gibson. This is a game that doesn't matter, right? Bob Gibson puts him on his pants. <laughs> he's like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> he comes off the he, – he tries to take his head off twice. He's like, you're crowding the plate. He's like, we're friends. We're good friends. I don't care. I don't care if it's I March. That plate. I, I, I don't care. You get your butt off that plate. But he would tell stories like that. And Augie would talk about baseball, guys he faced and and other and his counterparts on the other team. And it, it was a blast. That's very kind of you, what what you said, Augie. But um I I, I what I heard was Augie. I just like to finish in one way and saying one thing. We, doing baseball is, I love the game of baseball and I love every part of doing the game of baseball. And I know back when, when Jeff was taken off of Fox, along with me now taken off of Fox, we had had many, many conversations. And our conversations when we talk to each other on the phone don't last five minutes. I think one time you drove from Minneapolis to Milwaukee. That was our conversation <laughs> all the way down. We, we talked baseball and life and families and things like that. But I, one thing we always said to each other is, wouldn't it be great if we could just do a show together? It would be so special. It would be like a dream come true for both of us. I want to thank you guys for allowing us to do that because we have talked about this for a number of years now and being able to be with Jeff when you said we could both come on this is this is the highlight of my spring. I've had my highlight. I don't have to do any baseball the rest of the year. I, I am done. But thank you so much for letting me go on with a good friend, Jeff Grayson, who I think is one of the best I've ever worked with. Well, thank you. Well, you know that was the plan. That was the yeah. plan. I asked Jeff, and I thought, you know what? Jeff knows Augie. I'm not going to impose on Augie. We only had him on the show once. But when I asked Jeff, I, I said to Jim, I said, let's hope he invites Augie on. It'd be great to have those two guys back on because yeah. I know those two just love each other. And I'm glad that, uh, that Josh thought it right away and, and yeah. invited him on. Yeah, this was so. great. This was really great. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being a part of this because we, I mean, I, I love this. We could we could talk for another hour and a half, two hours. I mean, yep. all night long about this stuff. You know, I said yep. there's a lot to cover. I got notes on here. This. Oh, no, Jim, we're, we're, we're wrapping gonna, it up. I know we're wrapping it up, but uh, <laughs> we, that was a big finish there, Jim. It was Come a on. big finish. We could cut all this up, but I had a great time. That's the point. Yep. <laughs> so did I. And like I said, that was the point of the show to get yep. these two guys together. So good night for now for the Bait and Switch podcast. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we try to give former Milwaukee radio personality Steve Palak some tricks of the trade. You've made it to the end of yet another bait and switch podcast. Spread the word.